up until really January of 2020, it has felt like a process of working upstream. And to be honest, tapering down really into June of 2020, it has felt kind of like a lessening of this fighting upstream energy. Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. Hey there, and welcome to another episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. My name is Hannah Morth. And I'm Elizabeth Modine. And today we are bringing to you two energetic themes and we are going to jump right into it. Number one is the perceived distancing of spirit guides. This is a cycle that we come into very often in the soul ascension process right before we take our next step into the next level of whatever it is that we're working towards. There is a very common theme that has been playing out over the past two and a half years or so, where we have really been working with a lot of the creation of structure and healthy structure. Meanwhile, we have also been working a lot with taking down old belief systems, structures surrounding careers, and really what we essentially have created our life to be over the past 30 years. So for a lot of us, this may be the first time this is happening within our lifetime. For some of you, it may have already happened once before, but this time was very specifically intense because Saturn and Pluto were within the sign of Capricorn. And it really set the stage for talking a lot about the dismantlement, Pluto, and the rebuilding of the healthy structures, Capricorn, within our lives that are gonna take us into the next 30 years. Now, back in April of 2019, this really kicked off in intensity. And so for the past year and several months or so, we have really been walking through this process of getting very serious over what this means for us. Every single one of us has a birth chart. Every single one of us was impacted differently by this transit. But the overall umbrella for each and every one of us was really looking at how we are living our lives within the day to day. Are we happy with the way that we're living our lives in the day to day? What needs to be changed? Mm -hmm. This was not an easy process. Up until really January of 2020, it has felt like a process of working upstream and to be honest, tapering down really into June of 2020, it has felt kind of like a lessening of this fighting upstream energy. And so you may have found that it has been easier for you to at least discover what it means for you to move forward in a healthy way. And so on a lifestyle level, things may be starting to look different and starting to look more aligned with what you are wanting to create and what you have once again been working to create for several years now. However, there is still parts of our old life and our old structure systems that are still coming down. Feels very karmic at this time. We just moved through eclipse season. Today, actually, we are fresh into Leo season. We're recording this on Wednesday the 22nd. 
And Hannah and I have been talking all morning about how exciting this is for our collective energy because cancer season was a doozy. And we love cancer energy. Cancer is absolutely gorgeous. The emotional depth searching that you have the ability to do during cancer season is truly incredible. And the fact that we had such an intense eclipse season this year really was like asking the most of us transitioning into Leo season. It's not that we aren't going to be doing just as much active work in producing these changes, but it will feel, there will be an easement about it. We will begin to really start feeling that new, fresh, revitalized energy that we've really been looking for for several years once again. If you're somebody that's new to our channel, welcome. Hannah and I have been talking about this literally since October, oh my November God. Yeah. of 2019. Oh, and wow. it's it's been a while and we have just come through the final cancer new moon last monday that we will see for the rest of the year we also just came through the final cancer capricorn eclipses that we will see for a very long time and so this really has been like a closing chapter and it, it has felt like that there's been quite a bit of karmic energy that's coming up. And what I mean by this is it's energy that you can't necessarily place. It feels like almost like you're getting picked on sometimes by the universe when you come into this stage because it's asking the absolute most of you. It is asking you to discover and to look at something in your life that usually is holding you back. Mm -hmm. This can be bad habits. This can be emotional responses that we have used up until this point that are not going to serve us mm -hmm. in the next 30 years of our lives. And so it kind of feels like you're tripping on, on things, making your way through because they're asking you and by they simply mean you, because at the end of the day, you're the one calling the shots. Your higher perspective is 100% <laughs> is 100 in charge. And there is an active process going on, of course, with the interaction of spirit guides. But at the end of the day, this is your journey. And we have come into the place of the perceived distancing of spirit guides. You may or may not be going through this. I've noticed this with several people that I've talked to, where it is almost like spirit has taken a step back and is really encouraging that inner discovery within ourselves. And so the old methods of communication, they may not work at this point. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to a really beautiful spiritualist pastor. His name is Michael Mirdad, I believe, and I'll actually link it below. He was talking about this and used Jesus, which if that is a trigger word for you, I mean, no ill intent. This is not a Christian channel at all. We bring up Jesus quite a bit because he is one of my spirit guides and I love him very much. And so I don't mean any <laughs> ill intent. I know sometimes I bring him up and people are like, Jesus, oh my gosh. If that's your feelings, that's great. So he was talking about Jesus and was saying that Jesus, when he left his disciples, he had a discussion with them about the fact that he wasn't going to be with them anymore. And they were freaked out because they had a codependent relationship with him and he helped them so much. And his response was that it takes stepping away sometimes. And it's kind of like, 
when a mother or a father knows it's time to really let their children leave the nest and to mm -hmm. take a step back because that's how we learn. Yeah. And it does feel like sometimes like we're getting picked on because it can feel like the universe is setting up all of these different circumstances in a way to challenge us unfairly because it doesn't necessarily have like an applicable reason why you're going through this other than there definitely is there something there to learn from. Yeah. There always is. Even if it just means that maybe taking a look at your emotional reactivity and looking and seeing if that is an area of your life that is asking to be worked with, you know, tempers are a very real thing. Emotions have been running very high. Hannah's going to talk about this in a little bit, but our interactions with other human beings have also been very much so asking to be looked at. And that makes sense because cancer is family and connections with loved ones. And so know that if you have felt like you're being tested during this transition, for one, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. There are so many of us going through this. And for two, it really is about reclaiming that power yourself and looking to see what is asking to be rediscovered within you. Because sometimes that simply means just finding that voice again and sticking up for yourself. Maybe it means choosing to push yourself a little more and be a little bit more courageous mm -hmm. to help your growth blossom that much more. Whatever it means for you, know that this is definitely a process that comes up during the soul ascension process. It is in no way, shape, or form meant to be a form of torture, but it's showing us that we are right there from really emerging out of a difficult chapter because I don't know about you but I can speak for Hannah and I in saying that it's been a very intense few years and the growth hasn't necessarily come in the way that we envisioned it to yeah. but that is what this transit has been about it's about fighting for what you know you want in your life even though you may not necessarily immediately get that payoff. That's what Capricorn is about. Capricorn is the mountain goat. Capricorn climbs. It doesn't take the easy route. And so with this huge conversation taking place between Saturn, who is the ruler of Capricorn, and Pluto taking place in the sign of Capricorn, this has been an ongoing process of a lot of hard work a lot of hard work, a lot of asking the absolute most of you without necessarily getting that payoff. But the astrology and the energy too, frankly, is very much so in support of moving forward into those next chapters now. And this reinvigoration of energy that Aries is helping us out with because Mars the ruler of Aries has just moved into that sign for six months instead of the regular six weeks. And that is going to be lending us so much of that reinvigoration energy because so many people are showing up on these shores very tired <laughs> and worn out. And so 
there is reprieve. It's coming. It has really already arrived. It's there. It may not necessarily feel super readily available. It's a process of dropping in mm -hmm. and really recognizing that you have all the tools that you need now. Like you have worked your ass off so that you can establish the tools that you need. Now it's just about niching down and getting very clear on where you're wanting to move moving forward. Once again, not that this hasn't been an ongoing process, but we're getting very specific now. And the energy is there to support us, our friends, even if right now we are feeling kind of hoofda. And so it's exciting. It really is. It's an exciting time. It's a lot to handle, but it's offering us so much in the way of transformation. Yeah, it totally is. And you were talking about this, Beth, and I thought of something. It almost feels like when, um, I don't know if you guys have ever run like a 5k or a half marathon or a marathon or whatever, when you are on like the last leg of the race and you are just exhausted and you're hot and you're sweaty and you just want this to be over with and you get that like final push, like you get the, um, like the, la the final wind in you and you're able to just like take off and cross that finish line that's almost what it feels like the energy is bringing in is this like reinvigoration to push us forward to get us through this last leg of the race and so it might not be a time where you're able to completely like rest and reset because there's still so much more work to do but the energy will give you the pushes and the the energy that you need to move forward and finish the race as you need to. And it's, there is not an actual end to this race. Um, it's just kind of like the end to where you will be able to like reset and rejuvenate and allow yourself to, to breathe and to really relax for the first time in a while. So what I wanted to talk about number two is all about anxiety and not letting it get the best of you. So in this time, there is a lot of things up in the air still. Um, a lot of uh, loose ends haven't necessarily been tied up that we are hoping would be tied up by now. And we're still kind of waiting to, like Beth and I keep saying this to each other, we'll just wait and see what happens. And that's kind of what it's like. It's like, we'll just wait and see what happens. There's nothing I can do to change what it is right now. So we just have to wait and see. Don't mind my dog flipping around on the floor if you can hear her. Um, which can be very difficult and it can bring about a lot of anxiety within our lives. So I had this experience on the, the new moon, which just happened this past Monday, where I had, I think I talked about this in our most recent coffee chats episode with Tori, where I had this idea filtered down to write about my ideal day. And I'll kind of very briefly explain it. The ideal day was something that was really big in like 2017, 2018, people still talk about it now in the entrepreneurial world, but it's really big right now, or sorry, it was really big back then. And it was basically like writing down what your ideal day would be that you're not currently living. It's like what you are looking to manifest into your life, kind of like hour by hour. So like, let's say you wanna wake up at like 7 a.m., wake up at 7 a.m., then what do you do after that? And then after that, and after that, and like literally just like write down your ideal day and start to try to embody it and manifest it into your life. Well, over the years, this is really, I've been able to embody this ideal day that I had originally written in 2017, like literally May of 2017, I remember doing it. 
realize that I'm actually living that ideal day. However, it has evolved into something completely new with the information that I've been given since and the dreams that I've created for myself since for the future. And so my ideal day actually looks completely different from what it did back then. And so I'm no longer living my ideal day because it's evolved. And um, so this idea filtered in for me to take my dreams of what I want. And Beth and I have talked about this before with like homesteading and living out on, on a farm in the middle of the country and being self-sustainable and growing our crops and all of that stuff. Like that's a really big part of our dream for each of us. Um, so what would our ideal day look like living on the homestead and doing the things that we want to be doing? And so I sat there and I was writing it all down and I found myself getting very overwhelmed and anxious by trying to figure out how it would all work out with everything that I want to be doing. Cause there's so much that I want to be doing. You know, Beth and I each have our own personal businesses. We both have dear enlightened one. Plus we want to be running a homestead. Plus we have this dream of owning a, like a local cafe and like apothecary sort of store. And it's just like, wow, that's a lot. How in the world could all of this work? Like, how could I get all of this work done in a day, in a week? And I found myself, you could probably tell, like, I'm getting anxious thinking about it again, <laughs> because I'm like, how could anybody have the time to do all this? And I have so much Capricorn in my chart that I love to make lists and I love to plan and I love to be strategic about what I'm going to be doing in the future and how I'm going to get there. And so I literally found myself journaling, like, this is what I'll like, I'll give these tasks over to this person, like, cause we're going to hire this person and this person will have these tasks. So I won't have to worry about those. And I had to stop myself and say, Hannah, this isn't even your life right now. Why are you trying to figure it out? Like, why are you trying to break it down into such detail when you don't have the full picture because you're not living that reality right now and you'll get there but things are going to look way different than you could ever imagine because so many things will happen before you get there and your life will be completely different. So why are you sitting here feeling anxious and overwhelmed trying to plan these things that are completely unplannable? Yeah. Why are you even trying? <laughs> and so that was like a really kind of silly and weird experience that I have that I had just recently, but it just goes to show that we can very like this is a time that we can very easily let ourselves fall into anxious pits of anxiety, honestly, um, and overwhelm. But we need to really be intentional and vigilant to not allow ourselves to fall into those pits uh, because it is so easy to do so. And there's no reason to let ourselves because at the end of the day, we don't have control over things there really is no control and when you finally allow yourself to embody that and like completely understand that and realize that you just don't have control over your life things get a hell of a lot easier and I something I still struggle with because I like I said I'm I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart I would love to be able to plan everything but I also know that the grander plan for my life and uh, where it's going to be going is so much better than anything I could ever imagine. And so at the end of the day, I don't want to be able to plan everything because I want it to be so much better than what I'm able to plan. Um, 
so I guess I just really want to say, be aware of what's sending you into like anxietal spins and try your best to relinquish the control and um, stop yourself. If you are finding, if you're finding that you are spiraling downwards into this pit of anxiety over things that you know you can't control and just be like, okay, well, let's hold on a second here. This is not going to serve me by trying to figure all of this stuff out by thinking about this because you don't have control. None of us do. Um, and so I just wanted to bring that forward because I've noticed it very strongly in my life. I've noticed it in the lives of several people I've talked to in the past couple of days. And I think that it's a really big theme. So just be careful and do your best to move through this weird time that we're in. And um, the uh, energy updates that we have in the next couple of days that we'll be releasing, we'll talk a little bit more about what the energy is bringing into our world and what that looks like, um, but it'll definitely connect with what's bringing us anxiety. So be sure to look forward to those. But with that, we are headed out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes. We do release at least five episodes every single week. So be sure to stay tuned for more from us. And also, if you enjoyed it, be sure to share this episode with like-minded friends and family who you also believe will benefit from this episode. That would really help with the growth of our channel. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.